Hello, hello. Welcome yes. back to an, another episode of The Back Forecast. Today we are joined fresh off the press from the North London Derby. I see some dejected faces, I see some happier faces, but let's just dive into it. I want to preface this by saying Neera wanted me to join the call because it's only fair that someone mediate who have lost both the teams. So I guess I'm here now. Um, first off, let me introduce you to our two new podcast members like Alan and Tim. They are from the Kerala Spurs uh, group and give them a follow and like. Uh, but let me jump into it. First thing, Alan, how, what did you think about Spurs' performance today and also the game? Oh, it was good, man. Like We had a difference. Like, we could have done better. Uh, it took us time for us to get settled and all. Like, it was similar to what we did in United. It took us a bit time to like, settle into the match. Once we had settled in, like, we were pretty good. So, yeah. And Tim, how did you think about the game? Any different thoughts? Yes, actually, um, the game was very well balanced. I feel like, you know, both teams had their own chances. And just at the end, I feel like Arsenal had more chances, like in the last 10 minutes. But through the game, the halftime and the first half, I think we had a lot of chances. Uh, yeah, I just feel like we could have just gotten three points. But yeah, I'll take a draw anytime. Yeah, points yeah. shared and still Tim's not happy. Anyways, <laughs> what do you think? Man, it, was a, it was a shit game from our end. It was like, nobody turned up. Uh, we were good in the first 30 minutes, but then at the end of it, I think Tottenham played well. And uh, more than that, I think we just we were just like off it, off the paces. We just couldn't chase. We couldn't win any second balls. Uh, like, I don't know why Nketiah was on the pitch for the whole 90 minutes. I don't know why Havits came on at all. Uh, there are like so many question marks about like so many other players. So not the not the Sunday or not the beginning to the Sunday that I want. Moving from one dejected face to another, Nira. I'm not as I'm not as dejected as you think. I'm actually fine. Uh, I think we had we had a midweek um, super emotional game because I haven't played in the Champions League for a while. So I think that uh, sort of like uh, makes a difference. And um, yeah, I think Spurs were better than I expected for sure, hundred um, percent. And we were. We were okay. We could have done better. There were like moments of sustained pressure, but then uh, um, there were there were also moments where we 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 didn't didn't exactly pin Spurs down like we sh- we were supposed to. We were we were supposed to sustain that pressure for a long amount of time, and that's how we get goals. But it didn't happen. Um, again, we didn't lose, so that's a that's a positive. So we we move on. We'll see. Alan, do you agree? Like, is it a point shared or point two points lost from a Spurs perspective? Sorry, I want to impress on that question. No, for me, it's like point shared. It's at the it's at the Emirates, so point at the Emirates is like big deal. And to do it against Arsenal, which is in like good form, I take that point any day. Nice. Okay, let's jump into the specifics of the game itself, right? Um, let me just fix this up a little bit. I want to ask the Spurs guys, who do you think the start of the game was from Arsenal's perspective? Who really troubled you in the game? Yeah, Saka yeah. had a good game. I also like to think... Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I also like to think Saka had a good game and um, also Odegaard, like his passes were just like very... Yeah, yeah, just top-notch, yeah. Just felt like they were just really troubling our back line. Hmm. I, I from what I saw, I thought like I rate Odegaard really highly, so I thought it was a bit of a miss because I wasn't yeah, seeing that fair. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you're right it, at the Emirates, Saka was always uh, terrorizing. Arsenal boys, who are the top Spurs player? I mean, I would give a shout out to Mickey Van de Ven. I mean, I I was yeah. really impressed by him. Uh, Spurs were knocking the ball around as if they were playing in a school ground and with mannequins, right? So. And he was a big part of it. He could just, just dribble from the back. He could just pass it out. I think he was he had a pretty good game and I, I like what he saw from him. Other than, obviously, the usual suspects on and Madison. But, uh, I mean, I, my shout would be to him. Nirav, do you agree? Um, yeah, sure. But uh, for me, it, it would be Odogi because uh, I think he was really calm on the ball and uh, there were certain moments where I thought uh, Saka should have done better to get past him. But then he was pretty pretty good at like like sustaining that pressure. Um, I think he's a... For 20 years old, he's he's pretty good. He's looking good, I suppose. And 
I I I've been a big fan of Udogi guys like sounds like I'm a Spurs fan I'm not yeah, but he is sort of I've, I've never I can't remember the last time Spurs had a really good left back right like uh, oh, yeah. and to think that you guys loaned us Regulion and is one of our better players now yeah. uh, you know it's just it's ironic but uh, what do you guys think about Udogi like are you as excited oh well, I, I thought he wouldn't like be this good in his first year in the prem but like is like Jogri got settled into the Premier League like tuck into what are you saying too good for us man can't believe we got him genuinely can't believe it. yeah uh, i think like uh, yeah sorry uh, i think like that's again like a wonderful business from Fabio uh, Paratici you know the former sporting director you know he really like looked at i mean Udogi uh, and actually he was signed as a left wing back but i think he really adapted to that uh, kind of uh, inverted full back role that is really helping him Yeah and I am I was having this debate with Animesh that like I think Spurs have done decently well recruitment wise so I think this speaks to uh that let me want switch gears to Animesh and uh, talk to him a little bit because he looks slightly like dull here on the podcast Animesh what was the moment of the game man well they were they were quite a few I think uh, Jorginho just giving the ball away was big especially so soon after the goal and generally Arsenal have been uh you know people who like if we concede we end up scoring another real quick that to at emirates and the crowd generally is like behind us all the time i felt like the the energy throughout the stadium throughout the game was pretty dull and the players didn't help their cause the crowd was a little bit down i didn't feel i mean obviously i was not there live but like i could didn't feel the same energy through the television and then the body language of a lot of our players it was as if like they're still recovering from the midweek game at uh, against PSV which yeah with the Champions League game first after a long time so i feel like there were moments we had moments we definitely didn't play i mean like we were p- pretty poor but we weren't like knocked out of the park but again credit to spurs they they executed their game plan they were great on the counter and they scored two good goals yeah i yeah, think that the jorginho moment was big um uh, sorry yeah no. i think the jorginho moment was big too uh, i want to ask nirav this like did you get the sense that like the players the fans the atmosphere everything sort of like underestimated this moment and were not up to the challenge did you get that sense uh, i don't i i actually disagree with danimesh there when i saw like the start of the game i thought the atmosphere was pretty good um we had some tfos going around and uh, like i don't know the crowd looked pretty up for it um, but again as as it goes in the emirates when like the players aren't you know it's in sync with the with the crowd it's just it's a bad uh, atmosphere then so i don't think we were at, at sync and uh, i think uh, also with injuries and everything key players not not playing in the right positions everything was like a little dull uh, this time around um again credit to spurs they they played um, strongly and they played attackingly which was changed from what they've been like over the past 3 4 years so um yeah like i think derbies are supposed to be games where both teams are supposed to be attacking and then it's like uh, then it becomes like a very interesting game and that's what happened today do you guys agree spurs fans yeah okay like uh, spurs were up for the challenge this time unlike last year if this was last year's spurs after conceding the first goal in the manner that we conceded like we would have started playing long balls rather than the short passes from the back I think, yeah, we were up for the challenge, and probably from what I've seen in Twitter and all the videos on YouTube, Arsenal fans hugely underestimated Spurs this time. They, they probably would have thought like Spurs were up for it, but like we actually were. I mean, I would kind of disagree to that. Like, I think you were up for it, but I think we played a huge part in like bringing you up to the fore, like in terms of like giving you opportunities. Like in the first thirty minutes, you were totally boxed in. there were like so many shots where there were so many chances where i could have just put it to the bed like the hisus miss came comes to mind where he was like you know just picked madis pocket and he could just score in an open goal i don't know why he did that and i also feel like uh once we kind of like lost that midfield battles rice was clearly struggling i think that's when uh you guys came into play madis kind of like got on the ball he obviously uh had a part to play in the two goals but uh, i feel like we were so so poor like in key positions uh that we just couldn't couldn't hold you guys back into your own half after those first 30 minutes yeah it's a once we settled in it looked like spurs were better like uh, like similar to what 
like we did against united like towards the first like 20 minutes against united we were pretty bad we were losing possession once we started keeping the possession we looked like a good team same with uh, today's game to same but like it took us a bit more time to settle into the game let me ask you one thing right like spurs started well last season too and we all know how it all ended uh, in tatters do you think that this season's like different it feels different but like as spurs fans like what is that's different about this season yeah yeah yes uh yeah go yeah, ahead yeah sorry yeah uh, so i think like this season is like definitely different because like uh with the new manager you know uh, and the possible like he's like really like revolutionizing this team because i think like uh, last time like last season we played contable i mean it is okay and we got top 4 you know last last year but the following season after that was just you know we got some good results but i don't think the football was really attractive and like fast forward and you know like a balanced football they were going to play right now under ange So I think this season yeah it's really some I mean we don't we might not like we might not win the title or anything but I think top 4 or 5th place would be a good shout great shout Let me ask a very controversial question to the Gunners boys uh do you think this shiny new form will fizzle out from yeah. Anjali here to stay Honestly uh yeah I I think so I think um... I think right now, like today's team, you know, Tottenham's team. I think there were zero injuries to you guys. Like that, was there any player who was on the bench or like injured who you would have started in the starting game? Just a question to Alan and Tim. No, All right. I don't. So uh, this is possibly your best eleven, right? I would say yeah. that he posted. Yeah. So, uh, and is there anyone on the oh, bench no. who can make? I disagree. Ben Tanker. Okay. Bentang. Yeah, fine. Bentang core, but uh, do you, do you, but he starts uh, above Bissouma. Oh, right no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. No, not against. He does. Uh, above Bissouma. Okay. Above so Saar. we do. Top above Saad. Above Saad. Yeah. So he he does. So he's you're saying it. Okay. So there's that one. Uh, I still wouldn't say that's an offensive change. It's uh, it's it's Saad is good enough to be there. Bentang core is slightly better, I'm sure. But still, it's it's not like like a world's difference or something. for arsenal i think it's it's a completely different ball game i think the players that we have missing especially for this game are game changers are like first 11 players who who have been a part of like uh, last year are are resurgence so i think that was one of the difference um secondly i feel like injuries haven't hit yet is still one game a se- one game a week for tottenham and uh once injuries hit once we once like let's let's say madison is out for the next game against pool um things change because he's the creative outlet right now he i feel like today is the both the goals today were all madison like everything that he creates in the final third he has been like a crazy like i've said on the spot many times that he's probably my signing of the season and will remain for the thing i don't know why you know i've i felt like i keep telling nihal that like we should have either they should have gotten madison or we should have gotten madders instead of habits and mount but now we are here but um But yeah, to answer your question quickly, yes, I do think things will fizzle. Right now, it's a honeymoon period, and things do tend to tend to fizzle down uh, once once the thick of the season comes. Hmm. Strong comments. Um. Okay. First one. Let you now. You have chance to spit fire. Do you think they'll get the Saint Saint Tottenham Day this season? Actually, I didn't get it. Sorry. Do you think that uh, Arsenal will finish above Spurs this season? Our Spurs will finish above Arsenal. It's very uh, early, but yeah, yeah let's, realistically, let's skip the question, bro. <laughs> Think about it. Right? There is no Europe. You guys have a manageable squad. It's all clicking. Um, so, what are your thoughts? Like game week six? Do you think game week thirty-eight you'd be above uh, them? Ideally, we will. But like Arsenal was in the same situation two years back and still managed to finish below us. So. Yeah, don't have anything to say. Can't say it's it's just the beginning of the season, so can't say. I you're optimistic though, like you see the chances of it happening. No, yes. I wouldn't say I'm optimistic about us finishing about Arsenal because this is a transition transitioning season for us. We don't have Kane, we don't have that big presence up front. So and like the once uh, injuries start to hit us, things might look different. We was against Fulham. This, this was not the team that played against Fulham, and it was so bad. <laughs> not gonna lie. So, like, 
once we lose main players like Madison or even Bissouma, things might change. Hmm. I don't think the lack of Europe will be of much help, but like it will help. Yeah. Yeah, do you agree? I'm agreeing with some a point, but also like I feel like you know it's just a long way ahead because like we have January transfer window and we don't know like how many like you know how Ellen and everybody said how the things might pan out in the future. Like you don't know because how many players might in, get, might get injured. So, but I'm still kind of optimistic because like you know we only have one game a week or two, one or two games a week. You know if we advance through the cups, but yeah, it's still too far early in the season just to predict how much. But yeah, maybe a little bit optimistic <laughs> as a Spurs fan. Before we move to our next segment, I want to do a quick round robin to get like everyone's thoughts. And it's just a good segue to the next one, right? Like, who was the... I want two answers from all of you. And I want, I'm going to take voting and I can break the tie if it's 2-2. Who was the star of the game and who was the flop of the game? I'll start with Alan. Yes, yeah, star of the game, I'd say... Oh, it's hard. It's hard. I'd say with the goals, I Say it would be Son. Son? Okay. Yeah, Who's the star of the game? Kai Havertz. Definitely Kai Havertz. Okay. Uh, Nirav? I would say the star of the game is... Uh, I would say... It's a tough one. I, I want to I want to get some someone from Arsenal because whatever it is, I mean, it's still a draw, man. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go for go for Bukayo. I think he was, he was a handful. He was really, really good. Um, not his best, but still, he's he, he was a, one of the best in our team. Uh, and the flop of the game, I would say, um, I wouldn't, I, I, I don't want to put blame on Kai Havertz again and again. I mean, he he came on at 60th minute, man. So, uh, uh, a flop of the game would be, fuck, this is a tough one. Um, so many to choose. Uh, 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 not so many. Jorginho, let's go. Easy. He, uh, he, he, won, he won you guys the game, so. Oh, we, didn't, we didn't lose the game, you know. Not happening this season, anytime soon. But uh, I think, yeah, I'll echo, I'll echo Nero's comment. Bukayo and, uh, I mean, nothing needs to be said about Bukayo, right? Like, he, he basically has defenders on skates. And I'm not sure why we didn't go or attack the right side further once Udogi got a yellow after, like, 14-15 minutes. I think that that's definitely was a miss. A flop for me, I think Jorginho definitely put his hand forth, but I'd go for uh, Eddie dude. Like I just I I just don't like him. And being an Arsenal fan, I I think there's a strong bias about Eddie. Like I I just can't take him in in an Arsenal shirt, especially in a big game. I I just cannot. So I'll go with them. Yes. Yep. Uh... Okay. Tim. Right now we have. Let me rephrase. Right now we have two shouts for Bukayo. One for Son. So yes, uh, the start of the game, answer. I'm kind of confused uh, between I'm, like I'm kind of like uh, choosing between Poro or Udoji or Matters, but I think I might go for Matters because like yeah, he's the kind of creative midfield that we lacked, and I think he was very good this game uh, in this game. And uh, for the flop of the game, uh, maybe I'm being too harsh on him, but I think he uh, I know like he had an injury and that's why he got substituted. I, that's why I think I might go for Rice because he didn't have that much of an impact in this game, but. Rice, wow! I have to tell one thing that I think Kerala Spurs are the nicest sports fans ever because I told them that there are two shots for Bukayo, one for Sun. If I was there, I would be like Sun, Sun, let's jump into it and go for a fight. But uh, unfortunately, rules are rules. So, like, I think Bukayo is our star of the game, and I think flop of the game is uh... Eddie and Ketia. <laughs> Animesh, we are going to discard everything you say now. Uh, but I, I, I agree with uh, Nirav. I think uh, it was Jorginho, man. It was big moments. I was confused. There were a couple of picks for me, to be honest, in terms of top of the game. Watching the goals back, watching the game back. Uh, Benny White, I think, defensively is a liability. And that cost them the goal. It was not Saka's fault. It was Saka needs support in that second goal. Like, where Matters is such a tricky player to deal with. And where was Benny White, right? And Jorginho, slip or not a slip, there were plenty of evidence after that goal that he had a rough game. And it's a big stage, man. Like, you are 1-1 at halftime. You are at home. You're coming on. Like, that is not the thing that you do immediately after you, like, you know, score a goal. So, I think Jorginho, uh, I, I wish 
Rice was still there because I think he's a personality that grows into games. So I I just wish that they didn't do that substitution. So some slack for Arteta as well there. Um, cool. So now that we know how this works, like how are we going to pick players? Let's jump into quickly the combined eleven, like starting eleven. Let's wrap it up in in like give three to five minutes. Um, let's Nirav, are you going to share your screen or? Um yeah sure. So let's let's start and um let's start with just voting just come up with a player name um and if we don't have any agreement then we'll start contending it like if yeah. if it's more of a lopsided thing so but, this is uh nehal this is the, um, like uh, season based this season based right yeah only this okay. season okay all right let's start with the goalkeeper um alan what is your pick for combined um I have to go with David Raya, man. He's a quality. He's a quality player, David Raya. Vicario had a good nice. game, but yeah, David Raya is better. Okay, let's let's end this, bro. David Raya, everyone. Arsenal <laughs> boys are not as nice, guys. So I was giving you a disclaimer. We're, we're not <laughs> nice, bro. We're not gonna give you a space. You gave us the goalkeeper. Now don't expect okay. anything else. Right yeah. back. Start with Nirav, actually. Oh, it's I'm based on go. the. Not just on the game, right? Based on the whole form. Yeah, no, no. It's based on the on the form till now, till the mm-hmm. in this season, till now. So it's going to be yes. David Raya. It's, it's, right, I yeah. mean, it's a. You guys agree? Yeah. Tim and Animesh. Animesh agrees, I know. Tim agrees. Okay. Um, right back, uh, dude. I'm still going to go for Ben White. I guess I have to leave soon, so. We'll just can finish just, this section. Yeah. Can I just give my shout for all the positions and then I'll go. Right. Makes okay, sense. Yeah. Sure. Left back Udogi, Saka in his pocket, so that's fine. I, uh, I'd give both centre backs to Arsenal. Yeah, uh, Saliba and no, no, Saliba and Van der Ven. And right back for me, yeah, easy. Pedro Porro. midfield, Declan Rice, Bisuma and Madison up front, Saka, Son and Kulusevski. Yeah. It's uh, Sonas number nine. Yeah. Saka, Son, and Kulisevsky. Bro, yeah. you should go only, bro. See you. <laughs> oh, like, you think Eddie and Kitty had a better game than others? I think Jesus is uh, oh, no. not, is starting. I can only give you Son if Martinelli is not uh, oh, fit. Kulisevsky had a brilliant son. game. You can't say No, no, no. Kulisevsky oh. is going to play where Saka is going to play. And you not, no one in this, no manager in the world is picking Kulisevsky over Saka. Even Kulisevsky is not picking Kulisevsky over Saka. Oh, you can't. <laughs> Just deluded fans, man. You can't. You, so, so, wait, you think... Uh, wait, so you're saying... Uh, just five minutes, Alan. You're saying um, uh, Saka, uh, Kulisevsky over Saka? Is that what you're saying? Mm. You, can't, you can't have both, right? Both are left-footed uh, right-wingers. You have to have one. Who are you saying? Um... Kulu over Saka over, over the last yeah, three years. Kulusevski, yes. He had a better game. And, and, no, no, not game, man. Like, he, like he, apart from Madison, he was very good. So Saka scored two. Anyway, this is not... Animesh, this is not about... This is not about this game, though. This is about the season so far and this generally about this their season. skills. I think two, two assists and one goal. Yeah, right? like... Bunch of goals. He's having a good season. Let's not deny that. Yeah, Gulu is having a good season. Sure. But uh, Saka is like like England player of the year two times. Like, like, you're not uh, not starting him in any combined eleven in the world. <laughs> Alan, you have to agree with that, man. Yeah, fine. Like, I don't have time. I kind of have to uh, leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you you can Just leave, bro. No we will we will debate with him. No, no, yeah. Yeah. You better win some of the no, so, uh, like, Yes, bye, bye, bye. Yes, yeah, so uh, I have Bye. a suggestion to Thank make. You. So, based on the season right now, I feel like uh, Kulusevski, based on today's game, I feel like it is Saka today on the right wing. I think, he, yeah, he was just a better performer than Kulusevski today. But based on the season, I feel like Kulusevski because, like, yeah, he is, I think he had a good form and, yeah, he's carrying on the good form. But, yeah, today. Nihal, you have to be the mediator here. <laughs> no, honestly, like, uh, Saka is right now the top five player in the world, in my opinion. Like, and it's kind of, it's harsh that Kulishevsky in this mm. combined 11 has to compete with Saka. Like, mm-hmm. if there was a... But he has to, right? 
yeah he has to so now i have to pick yeah. saka or kulishatsky but i want to give a shout out to kulu dude he's been playing so well he's their underrated <laughs> star of the season good job good job to kulu well done <laughs> yes give them unless me as an honorary care so, as well let's do this yeah <laughs> okay uh where is animesh yes uh, so which center back or for the right back or the left back so which position them okay So um, let's uh, start with left back right uh Nirav yeah. Doggy is good uh, yeah I mean I'll give it to Doggy he's having a better season than both of our left backs so I'm just going to give it to him Yeah I mean you guys first <laughs> have to figure out who's your first starting left back Yeah <laughs> Yeah exactly so I I I have to give this to the them. right back uh, um, okay. uh, I think right Pedro Porro had a good game today No like really he had a good game today I'm not like, giving it to Pedro Porro Yeah he was really good today I mean yeah he was he was shot Oh, the f- yes, and this been it's not today. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to like, do like the pure form, biases um, Yeah, I feel like uh, on the right. Wait, didn't like uh, Sinchenko uh, play on the left today? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, see. Yeah, Sinchenko was good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. This is my la- this is my yeah, I yeah, think same we yeah. should also yeah, I think Alan yeah. also agreed with I this uh, give, the two center backs for being asked I don't know about Bayes, but I think Gabriel had, had a good game today and he, was, he had a good yeah. form you know but yeah I think yeah Gabriel and yeah Saliba is good very really good sure sure but yeah. I mean yeah sure yeah and Poro and yeah, okay you can have the left wing backs and we'll have the center backs sure okay <laughs> <laughs> So are we building a non-invertible team with the invertibles? <laughs> it's very invertible, dude. It's ultra-invertible. <laughs> okay, let's go with the center of the park. Uh, Declan the Rice, CM. I think, should be there. DM, hey, even though he had a bad game today, yeah, Tim, everything is great. Shots? But then, uh, Bissouma, also, I feel like uh, it's a great shot. And oh. then, maybe Madison. <laughs> so let's, One let's bad game that. and you forget I mean, about the, like, the highest-scoring midfielder uh, uh, in the league. But like, I mean, like, you know, Bissouma, also, Madison was just, like, you know, better, I feel like, in this form, in the season, than Odegaard. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I think we have to equate Bissouma and Rice against each other. We have to equate uh, Madison and, uh, uh, I mean... Uh, Madison the other two positions are Madison Odegaard Havertz mm-hmm. and uh, probably Wait, Sar is Sar Who does no, Tottenham I think I think the other two in my opinion are I, the other two positions are fixed in my opinion you can't have you can't not have Madders and Odegaard in yeah, those two positions Bissouma should be there yeah. I think based on today's game in my opinion I think Bissouma had a really good I mean rice got substituted in half time if we are doing this based on only today's i think it should maybe be like uh, animesh maybe like suma uh, and uh, odegaard this and team that, should uh, win the yeah, league rice. bro no not rice uh, Ma- um, yeah suma odegaard and madison yeah yeah sure definitely so you're picking bisuma uh, <laughs> over rice basically that's that's what's happening i mean i've seen two spurs games this season and in two games he was really good he cooked us Like he was the man of the match against United, and today he was better than like the other alternative, which is Rice or Jorginho. Yeah. So I, have I mean, to... I'll give it to you, bro. I also have one. The season uh, just started, and this is what this Bissouma has been good. Yeah. I, I also have like, one to you, question to ask: like, like uh, how was Sar today? Like, because I didn't think he was that good today, right? I mean, he was good in the season, but today was just as disappointing for Sar, for for Papi Matasar, you know? Because like I think like he had a he, uh, yeah. Nihal is a big. Today I can tell you about today. I think he was uh, yeah, he was, was like, pretty okay. He was like, like a little, little shaky, um, shaky, and yeah, not seen. He he wasn't uh, he wasn't for for duels. I think little shaky. Yeah, I think he was dueling mostly with Gabriel, yeah. and uh, it wasn't it was he wasn't properly involved in the build up as well. Again, Spurs were like heavily hmm. reliant on those like uh, moments of like counter attacks where like they they. They had they yeah, had the ball and they so yeah. I don't I don't think so but Nihal is a big fan in general. Yeah, today he had a poor game too. So <laughs> today he had a poor game, but I didn't think he stand out at all. I could only see I could not look past Bissouma. I think the last attack of the game 
the way that he skipped past multiple Arsenal players and made that play, I was just like, wow, where was this guy hiding last season? Yeah. But he's like, like yeah, yeah, getting yeah. a it better. It's like he's like a new signing because he's like freed so from the contest shackles, you know, last season. I was like, last season, like, like Bissouma was nowhere to be seen. It's like, it's not the Bissouma that we signed or not the Bissouma that we see when he was playing for Brighton. But yeah, this year is the real Bissouma. Okay, uh, so mm-hmm. moving on to the striker, um, Anuesh. No. <laughs> Eddie? Wait, Eddie? Animation on mute, right? I would say Jesus and uh, Jesus and yes, uh, yes, Son. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Now we can. So I would say Jesus and Son. Eddie can go and fuck off and play non-league football. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think he should be in Arsenal. I don't think. I think we should definitely exchange Eddie with uh, Tony from from Brentford. I mean, like, hopefully we can do that. <laughs> I think that'll complete us. But yeah. 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 Son and Jesus. Maybe Son on the left wing and maybe Jesus on the right wing. Son on the left wing, Jesus. I mean, re- re- like, Richardson clearly hasn't been performing like he should have. But yeah, maybe Gabriel Jesus, yeah. Today he was very good. I think like he was creating a lot of chances. He missed, uh, yeah, he missed shot and everything. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. yeah. Nirav, I think, would agree with that. Given Martinelli is out. So Tim, uh, you touched upon a really good point, and I want to probe you on this. Like, yes, what uh, that's is a good question. Because, like, um, I think we signed him last year from uh, um, Everton for huge. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it was sixty million pounds something for a big money. So he was seen as kind of like a backup for Hurricane, but now Hurricane has left. I think he's being deployed as the center. I mean, the center forward as the number nine, but. I just don't know why he's not clicking, and uh, we don't expect him. I, 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 we actually expect him to be like you know the striker that Harry Kane was, but we, it's like no way he can replicate the goals, that's it, the playmaking ability. But there's one good thing that I would like to have from Charleston is that every time he's on the field, every time he's playing, he's very good off the ball. Like his off the ball work rate is like this second to none. I feel like because he's always pressing, trying to you know like attack, trying to get the ball back from opposition. But expectations for Richardson this season would be maybe just maybe I don't know maybe like five or maybe maybe below like under ten goals. Maybe that would be the expectation. Yeah, maybe Sun should be the striker. I feel like, and I also feel like Richardson should be playing on the left because uh, when he used to play for Everton, he used to always being uh he was uh, like he used to be playing on the left, and I think he had much better games when he used to play on the left. But yeah, the center forward is not working for him. I don't know. Maybe maybe my click in the future, but yeah, hopefully, yeah. I I personally don't rate him at all. Like I think it was uh. 50 million uh, because he has not performed at Everton as expected or at Spurs sure, as yeah. expected to be very fair with you I think I've seen some insane goals in Brazil but that's about it um, and just uh, I think it's good yeah. that maybe yeah. you guys should write him off because Sun as a striker is really yeah. working that combination and uh yeah, I, mean, I, I also feel like you know we got kind of like a little cheated from Everton because like they got a huge money for him because I I don't think he was worth fifty or sixty million pounds. I think at the most maybe thirty or forty. Thirty to forty, yeah. <laughs> I mean speaking celebration is kinda good because like he does I mean, like, like, everything. Like but yeah, chicken I, mean, celebration. Just, I think his vibes are really good, but yeah, just his goals and assist, yeah, just not cooking yet. But hopefully, hopefully maybe in the future. Maybe, yeah, you can never Tim, say. Maybe it's karma for Daniel. Daniel has a lot of, like, has done done a lot of you know, things like that, <laughs> you know, the price other people, but yeah, who knows. I actually don't think, I mean, many people, are, I mean, many persons are writing him off uh, and saying that we should sell him, we should sell him in the January transfer window. I don't think yeah. we should do that quickly because, I mean, just, uh, I just feel like, you know, just more time, you know, just, uh, just like uh, you said, maybe you can't be the starting 11 player that we need, but maybe a squad player, he might be good off the bench, something like that, maybe, yeah. Must be a really club to have a fifty million player off the bench. Yeah, <laughs> that new stadium must be working really well for you guys. Uh, one last thing that I want to actually ask you: like, how does the fan base feel about like Daniel Levy and everything? Like, we we from the outside looking in just hate the shit out of like the ownership. Uh, but as Spurs fans, like, do you think like whatever he's done has? justified 
Now, like, do you uh, see there's like a lot of division uh, the reason behind like, everything some that he say does. that he did a, he, some say that he has done some great business in a for uh, like the Tottenham community and then the city around Tottenham but not as much as for like on the pitch performances just below par I also feel like yeah that's true because like as a businessman he's done a lot of good things because he's created that wonderful new stadium that is generating revenues and a lot of cash flow into this and uh, in the club but in terms of football in terms of on the pitch performance I think yeah it's just been lacking and we've just been slacked off and um but yeah it's just that it's just a, div- a divided option but I actually I actually feel like you know um if uh, Enik would sell the club, and if there's be a, like if there would be a, like good ownership or some good uh, company or somebody somebody that will take the um like take Tottenham and or like take the ownership in Tottenham, you know, uh, like we can like do something this club because like uh, I think Daniel Levy is a chairman. He's a very good negotiator. That's what people say. And I, I know also like you know how a former Manchester United you know legend. Uh, I mean I think is uh, Alex Ferguson told you know that um de- like dealing with Daniel Levy was like you know harder or difficult as dealing with my hip replacement. It's like it's a very famous. Coach. So I think he's a very good negotiator, but just like you know, sometimes we haven't got the right type of player that we need for the club, and that's what happened. You know, for example, uh, we we can like go back to a lot of times in back in the past. You know, for uh, some Mercy Pochettino, like when we were at that time, he wanted Jack Wilish, and we couldn't get Jack Wilish. We got somebody, and I don't know who his name is also. And then uh, for Antonio, I think for Jose Mourinho, we wanted uh, we wanted Alessandro Bastoni, but uh, and also there were a lot there were a lot of reports saying that Steve Hitchin flew all the way to Italy and tried to negotiate a deal for Bastoni, but we couldn't get him and we got Joe Roden uh, so there there have been a lot of you know mismanagements in the recruitment system but with the new data and like how we are doing right now hopefully a new foreign director maybe I feel like you know this might be the right uh, like moment in the club yeah but hopefully hopefully we might be doing something good yeah do, do, do you guys resonate do you guys agree disagree about Daniel <laughs> I think um, I, I do agree. I think he, he's had uh, his share of mismanagements. But overall, I think he's a really good... Like, from a business point of view, he's re- he's been really good for Tottenham. Whatever Tottenham fans think, he has got them to a level where they're competing with, with like, the big boys now. And they, they have a big stadium. They Everything about the club has just increased in his time here. From a business point of view, he's done a great job. On-field success has also been good. But obviously, the like it, it hasn't resonated... Uh, because of the titles and everything, but uh, regardless of that, I feel like it's um it's it's been a good uh, good good whatever decade of his ownership. And if if they get uh, trophies, it'll it'll end up uh, brilliant. It's it's gonna be a cap top. Yeah, uh, I also like think he's the. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like that. Guy. I also like think he's the longest serving chairman in Premier League. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's yeah, no, that's something uh, that I knew long time ago. But yeah, but I think like uh, if you compare him to the former uh, chairman of uh, Tottenham Hotspur, that was uh, Alan Sugar. I think a lot of persons might say Daniel Levy was better than Alan Sugar because I think yeah, uh, like uh, Nirav said, you know, he has gotten us into great heights, you know, because like we're challenging with Arsenal, Man City. Because last, I mean, uh, two, uh, ten or twenty years ago, maybe we were only like winning a league cup, or we were like we were only winning some cups and then finishing eighth or ninth. And like a mid-table team, but right now we're going for you know top four, and yeah, that's that's really good. All right, like we'll time will only tell. Like if Daniel Levy will end up delivering that long eluded trophy that you guys been craving for. I had one one just before we go into J two C. I had one question for Tim. Um, what are your <clears throat> so let's say like I mean uh, you guys lost in the League Cup and um. You know that like this was one of the ch- chances for you to like finally get a trophy drought dr- dr- over. How do you feel about that? And how do you think? True. Is it's there any like, other uh, I think the league cup loss was against Fulham. I think it's a penalty. Cup, it's pretty and, important. Uh, then uh, what happened was the like champions. I, mean, I don't so. think Andrew really like took the Carabao Cup or the League Cup as that as important as Premier League and everything. But I think we still hmm. have FA Cup. That is a you know very prestigious cup. I would say it's much better than the EFL Cup. But right now, like we should not be comparing cups because like we have been like I don't know thirteen or fourteen years, fifteen years maybe without winning a trophy. So I think like we need to win something, you know, to you know at least uh, shun off the the rival fans, you know, saying that oh we're just bottlers, you know, we don't win anything and yeah. But yeah, I think like uh, maybe FA Cup this year, maybe. But hopefully, yeah, I don't know how it's gonna pan out. But yeah, hope, yeah. Thank you. Hope to. Yeah. I hope you guys win. <laughs> what do you come to? Yeah. Is the FA Cup or the Premier League? Nira will pick it. Audi Cup. I meant. I meant Audi Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's jump to the last segment of our podcast today. It's called Jump to Conclusions. Uh, so 
I'll make a statement, right? You either agree or disagree. You either jump to that conclusion or you don't jump to that conclusion. And whatever your reasoning is, keep it brief and let us know what that is. Uh, I'm going to start with Nirav because he's a seasoned vet and he'll probably give you some pointers on how to do it. Uh, oh, this is an interesting one. Great segue. Ange will end Tottenham's trophy drought this season. No, in the next two seasons. This season, next season. Not jumping. Mm-hmm. Um, the re- okay, so the reason for this is that, you know, that we have... I mean, I'm I'm assuming you mean major trophies and not like, you know, something random. If so, they qualify for, let's say, Conference League next year, I don't, I don't mean that. Do you mean that too? I mean, trophy... Trophy is a trophy. Yeah, okay. Like anything, like anything, including the Community Shield. As bad as they were last season and finished maybe like 7th or something, I would have said yes to this answer because I think they qualify for Conference League and they have a good shout. But um, when it comes to this season, I think in cup competitions, uh, they they already out of the League Cup. FA Cup is a really hard trophy to win just because of the fact that there are six teams always, six top teams competing for it. And then you have your West Ham's, you have your Brighton's and everything. It's a really hard trophy to, in general, to get to towards the end of the season. Uh, Premier League and Champions League, I don't think Spurs are ready for the next two years or three years. I, th- I think Man City have dominance in the Premier League. Champions League, they don't they don't play this year or next year if they do qualify. Again, it's like one of the hardest ever. So I, uh, the only chance which I would say in the next three years they would have of winning a trophy is the League Cup of next year and League Cup of next to next year. But then again, they, like teams like you know Chelsea, United. Even Arsenal City, they take these cups um, seriously yeah, now because it, it is silverware. Said, uh, so, because, I mean, like, this is just uh, yeah, my jump year, to conclusion um, and I'm not like jumping. We're out of the Carabao Cup, we're yeah. out of the Evo Cup and we only have the FA Cup. And that's true because like FA Cup is also a very hard cup. You know, like a lot of uh, teams take it seriously like Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United. A lot of good teams in it. Uh, but over the next two years, uh, and they will have Tottenham, Toffee Drought. Uh, yes, I feel like, yeah, we will win something. Maybe a Carabao Cup or Evo Cup. Something, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Jumping, jumping. <laughs> I know, yeah. I've had uh, a lot of experience. So you have a lot jumping, of experience yeah. in coming close to the finals, but yeah. But maybe like with uh, Ange, uh, like, yeah, very carefully. Bro. Like I said, with Ange, maybe we have some hope <laughs> next year. Or... Yeah, I, I think I'm jumping because uh, they might finish in the fifth, sixth, fourth spot. Europa could be a good mm-hmm. place for them to go play. Uh, and next yeah. season, I feel like they, I feel fairly confident that they'll finish in European spots somewhere from two to seven. One is City, let's all agree. Uh, and then, uh, so with that, I think they'll yes. have a better squad next uh, yeah. season. So I also think like, I also somewhere, under, and, somewhere and, that and you know, the fifth spot like in managers. the Premier League or fifth that's spot in the league table so is also going to be a Champions League spot because the Champions League getting bigger, the format getting bigger. So yeah, that's good. Maybe fifth league, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the okay. next jump to conclusion yes. is yeah, uh, sure, sorry. positive. <laughs> okay, this is a spicy one. Tim, are you ready for this? Are you sure? Okay, I'm stopped. I'll stop teasing you. Um, do you think Sun will have a better legacy than Kane? No, when, that's that's really hard. When both, I mean, Kane is probably that's done really with Spurs now. Oh. When Sun, when Sun is done uh, with Sun in legacy. Uh, I feel like question. both of them are, you know. Like Tottenham's uh, most decorated or most famous or like the best players in Tottenham's history, and you know Kane just became the 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 the, the top like the top goal scorer in Tottenham's history also. But I feel like Son, um, staying for Spurs, you know that that loyalty, you know, and we have rumors right now saying that he's going to sign a new contract. I I might say Son also is there, but no, I feel like uh, with all that Son has given, I feel like Kane still has uh, and will always be the best player because like uh, like uh, I feel like you know when he was um, I don't know twenty or twenty five or something and he signed a new contract that like last till twenty twenty four and it was like during his best place of his career and he was in his prime and he committed to us and and he gave his best and we cannot begrudge him for moving to Bayern and uh, we were just sad that he was going to move to Premier League but at least he didn't move to the Premier League or any other club but yeah I feel like. Kane will still have a better legacy because he's one of our own. You know, he came to the Tottenham ranks academy, and yeah, it's hard. It's hard one. It's, Son also is just definitely you know, just close. You know, they're both over there. You just you just had a big one. Is Kane? Tim is going with Kane. Nirav. Um, I'm gonna jump to the conclusion, and it's gonna be yeah. Son, just because of the fact that I feel um, 
Kane did jump ship, man. You know, Kane did jump True. to yeah. to get glory. I mean, it's not like and the whole reasoning that Kane needs yeah. to win trophies. Kane, you know, he's such a good player, blah blah. But Son also needs to win trophies, right? It's not like Son is like Son has won the yeah. Champions League and the Premier League and he's okay now. So he prefers and and let's not say that Son did, does not have opportunities to move somewhere else. He does. He's had True. Liverpool have been very interested. There have been, but he's never ever once shown interest in moving anywhere yeah. else. And that is absolutely true loyalty. Regard and yeah, it's even true. more impressive no. that he's not one of your own in the sense that he's not come from the academy, but then he kind of is, right? Like one of your own. He's been there for so long, and uh, I don't know, just likable mm-hmm. character. Um, yeah. Always been there. Take took up the the mantelpiece of like being the captain. Never cries. I mean, cries on the pitch many times, but never cries like in general. Kane, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, think so, he's yeah. he's a big, he's going to be a bigger this, like, legend and I more. I think Kane uh, didn't like want to lose. Yeah, I think he actually wanted Kane, to end his career with Spurs, uh, but because like we were not winning anything, and because like he was like he was so he was so propagated like why we were winning and why we were scoring the goals and everything. But he actually wanted to win more team, you know, uh, goals. He wanted to win more team trophies because that's what football is all about. It's all about team. It's all about the team. You know, you win with the two. Like you can win some league. I mean, you can win some uh, top score of the league or whatever. I mean, individual trophies. But yeah, I feel like Kane had to leave because he wanted to win. Because he's also that good. But yeah, 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 true. Son also deserves to be winning something because he is the top player. Yeah, um, I'm absolutely torn, guys. I don't know. Like, I'm not even a Spurs fan. I don't know why I'm so like anxious to answer this. Question. I think I think you should you would choose Son, right? Like it's yeah. I mean, I, I'm I think so. I'm I'm. For the for the longest time when you guys were talking, I was trying to like separate the fact that legacy from who's a better player, and I think I'm convinced with the points that you guys said. Like Kane was always it was rumors just don't start. Like you can nip the rumors in the butt. Like two seasons, three seasons ago, he could have said that no way, I'm not going anywhere. He never came out and said that. Like he let it. He dangled the carrot too much for Man City, then United. then some more like he always wanted to go somewhere where ideally in his head he always wanted to go to another premier league club score more goals and like you know get that premier league legacy and also win some titles in his own selfish way we we shouldn't blame him for it like honestly but if the question is for like who has a better legacy at spurs answer no doubt in my mind is son because he sacrificed so much like you can see all of the sacrifice that he's done he could have if he made the same noise i'm sure like any of the top clubs in europe would want him but he just cemented himself there and he just seems like such a happy in london chap um he's uh, committed to the whole cause so yeah I, i'm there with you guys uh last two questions um we'll do this real no quick way, no chance all right uh, tim again <laughs> I'm sorry you, but i'm sorry you think but uh, i think he'll be the be... manager of the season this year <laughs> yeah Yeah, no, no, it's like it's okay. like uh, I feel like the Manchester season yeah. might yeah. be Pep Guardiola again because yeah, I mean Manchester the clear favorites to win the title again. Like, I don't see wrong. Arsenal winning. I think Arsenal. <laughs> let's change. Let's let me change the question a little bit. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, Mikel Arteta is going to um, have a better season as a manager than Ange Postecoglou? I mm-hmm. yeah. And from them, if it helps, they finished second last season. You guys finish somewhere else. So better is yeah. That's true. Um, I actually. Four or five years ago, and he's yeah, they're really solid on that. So I think yeah, Arteta might be get better. Yeah, see that. Um, I'm actually this is funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, are we jumping or not? Is is there a jump or no jump question? I mean, if Arteta is. I think uh, he's going to have a better better uh, season than Ange Postecoglou. Um no, I'm not going to jump on this. I feel like everything in is relative in football and uh, I expected Tottenham to honestly finish 8th and how things are looking they will finish better. Arsenal in fact I feel like might not do as good as last season. So relatively speaking and just probably going to have a better season than Arteta. I'm not saying that Ange is going to finish better than Arsenal or like you know it's it's uh, it's going to be a better season in that way but i feel like for him and for tottenham 
Tottenham fans are going to be much more happier with Ange than this season than I feel like Arsenal fans would be with Arteta. I, I saw the soul leaving Nirav's body a little. I'm going to take it. Uh, I agree with Nirav. I think uh, in relative terms, there is a lot more room for improvement at Spurs and I still see I see the progress towards that improvement, right? Like the ceiling is... For Arteta, he's already at the ceiling. So these finer margins are harder for him to cover and he is trying to put himself in the same vein as Klopp, uh, Pep and all that. So for him to get those finer margins, if he does, and it looks bleak at this point, and it's too early in the season, but in relative terms, Ange is at the bottom of the room, right? He has so much to grow with this team. And I think he will cover a huge ground this season based on what I'm seeing of Ange. And he seems like a really good man-manager. His tactics are spot on. Yeah. I'm actually trying to be a kind of a jinx person, uh, maybe in this so, yeah, room, not, maybe not jumping. you know, by saying Ateta might finish above Spurs, but yeah, deep inside, and I just feel like hopefully Ange can do better than Ateta. Yeah, that's true. Okay, clearly, Tim, you don't like ans- answering questions which yeah, are like. Sure. <laughs> 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 We're gonna like uh, decrypt and encrypt all the things that when we yeah. post this out. But, uh, so on that vein. Let me ask you an Arsenal question. Maybe this is more comfortable for you. The last jump to conclusion. Do you think Arsenal in its current state with uh, this progress and project will win a Champions League in the next three years? Uh, I, I actually don't think. No. Yes. It's just because like like I said, you know, like I feel like Arsenal are really good. They have a good shot for the Premier League. But for the Champions League like with all the top more better clubs mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe... Uh, Bayern have a good shot. They're sitting with Harry Kane, uh, Man City again, maybe also Liverpool. I don't think, but yeah, I I feel like you know maybe like Real Madrid again, you know Barcelona. Barcelona are really good in the Champions, but yeah, Arsenal. I don't think, but pre- Premier League definitely. Yeah, I think they have a good shot next three years. Maybe yeah, I I actually can see it. I actually can see it. I actually can see them playing the Premier the League. Winning maybe, Premier yeah. League in the next three years because because like. I'm gonna change yeah. the jump again. Because they, yeah, <laughs> because because yeah, like, it's yeah. like uh, last year they were so close. You know, they were Premier League or Champions City, League. You know? and yeah, I okay. also feel like this year they Premier might League come. Or when, I mean, yeah, Manchester sure. might be the winning team. But yeah, over the over the course of the season and next years and everything, I feel like Arsenal might be there. Yeah, they're close. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I know. I know. Actually, actually like, dude, you're yeah. a really nice guy, man. Like, uh, good job. <laughs> 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 yeah, we were hoping for.